I V M. All right. Please note that the language and ideas presented on the show might not be suitable for everyone. If you're under eighteen, make sure your mom isn't around. If you're over eighty, why is your mom around? You're listening to Cyrus Says. On Cyrus Says, we want to meet the guru of digital marketing, the man who teaches you the A B C D of digital marketing. But unfortunately, we only have sort of Kanwar who knows him, and he'll talk to us instead. Why follow your auntie's advice when you can follow Cyrus Says on Facebook and Twitter to stay updated about the latest shows. Here on Cyrus Says, this is to the airport authorities of India, especially Mumbai. You can't charge me three hundred bucks for the first hour of parking. It's just wrong. I can buy a car after two hours of parking. Stop it! It's just ridiculous. What do you expect? People who are traveling by plane are doing it out of love, and because they have the money, those people have their own planes. We are middle class people who are suffering. Three hundred bucks is too much, and it goes on and on. If the plane is delayed, a friend of mine spent fourteen hundred bucks picking up somebody else's wife. But that's what he wanted to do. That's another story. It's called Cyrus Says. And that's what Cyrus says. Long, long ago, in a town called uh, Tardeo, there lived a small music company called MTV, which, with great social graces, tried to give India its best programming and failed. One of the young bucks, the first team of twenty or thirty people that ran that company, fifteen were catering, fifteen were supposedly in marketing, sales, and other things, was a man called Saurav Kanwar. He was a young man, possibly at that time 21, 22, or being a North Indian, maybe actually 31, 32, saying 21, 22. But the point is not that. The point is he was the first family of MTV. And today, after many years across the globe, where he has made many companies into great successes and run away from the law from different countries as well simultaneously, he is back here to meet us. This is the story of Saurav Kanwar. I tell you, I don't know if it's riveting, but it is funny. Saurav, welcome to the show. Hi, good to see you after so many years. Uh, I feel like Larry King again. <laughs> I could with, say the same thing. I'm, oh, oh, opening parry. Oof, <laughs> oof. I, uh, what, what is this? Is that MMA fight uh, between McGregor and Mayweather? It is, ladies and gentlemen. Sort of. This actually, the show is called Cyrus says. You know nothing about it. You were standing outside waiting for a rickshaw, and we forced you. And I, I won't lie to the public. Uh, so I'll quickly give you a brief what the show is about. The show is basically about the greatness of a human being we couldn't get, and then we get somebody else. Um, thank you for coming. <laughs> Now we start with your journey, which is uh, let's start with MTV because that old MTV story we can't really recreate anymore. It's a new world now. The two ball men ran havoc for some time. Now I think Ranveer Jai is running the channel quite sweetly on his own with a gentleman called Farzad Palia, and they have intimate relations on Saturday between six and nine. But your story is different. Sort of convert. Let's start at the beginning. We met one day at MTV. You were a young man with a big stomach. What happened to you? Why are you so thin? Um, life uh, and wife. My right. wife's a doctor. She finally. We can make this a really short interview. I'll have fourteen-minute questions, and you say one-word answers. <laughs> I think that'll rock. Yeah, but let's let's talk. You know, when I first met you, first I don't even know what you did at MTV. Of course, you'll say the same about me <laughs> and Raiky. So no, even I didn't know what I did. <laughs> but you were marketing mostly, mostly. And uh, what 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 was happening then exactly? Just give us a little uh, window into what you were doing, if you can remember at all. In between all the drugs and don't say that. Of, That's a lie. That's a lie. Yeah, I know, but people have to be. You want that image, right? Yeah. Okay, then we'll play drug That's music. We'll play drug music in the background. What is the Zindal Man song? We'll play it in the background for you. Yeah. Huh. So, so yeah, I used to uh, actually come in. Let's just talk about that for a second. There was no drugs in uh, MTV. Very little. Very very. And very little, little alcohol also. We didn't drink that much. Mostly Fridays. 
ഡിഡ് Uh, or rather what we did as a company we showed pictures of the girl beaches that's what usually worked and, and occasionally nikhil chinappa because <laughs> you hell no you couldn't show the other males and unless it was a discovery channel special and you wanted to get into that side and his cleavage really worked you, you still remember all those things this is what you got out of marketing at mtv <laughs> okay So are you going to give us a little bit of a background about what you did there and how MTV grew or shall we just move on to the next chapter? Yes, yeah, so no, the um, the fun part was this. We were our own agency, we were our own client, we wrote our own copy. What was your background our, coming into it? Uh I was an engineer uh who then didn't want So you're like Baba Segal, his story is exactly the same as yours. He was an electric engineer and started using strange lyrics and next thing you know he's a big name. Ta 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 thanda thanda pani. Oh, okay. Rhyme that, brother. Rhyme so, that if you got the balls. <laughs> I like my nani and she's a rani and then you're done there's nothing else after that huh. <laughs> yeah, so, so engineering uh, background what then how did you land up MBA which was another shitty move oh, so you're super educated one of those waste of time 80s 90s batch guys they're still doing the same thing there's so nothing changed t- tell them if they're listening what the f- are they doing doing double mbas and then triple mbas and engineering this week i've brainwashed five people not to do their mbas yeah because by the time you own your first rupee in marketing which is a little away from what you actually studied initially uh, you're what 28 29 correct almost and you have to pay student loans these days you we sound like a bollywood actor son you just know the story we want here <laughs> huh. so yeah so uh, so came out of mba thinking i'll do something creative worked in an agency called uh, jwt oh yes for 9 months Un- under mikey i under mikey okay. until i realized that the hr manager had lied about our salaries was his name colvin harris no <laughs> damn it colvin was a nice man oh colvin was a nice still oh, what about ram segal that guy was a rascal wasn't he uh, you, you you're not saying alex <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> shit that's right i forgot about the big a the big a who they joined i as head of mtv so alex no you, i hired him you're kidding me so that's yeah, a joke right uh-huh. you're being f- Please tell me you're so being I, funny. So I was an entry level guy. He was the CEO. Obviously, I hired him. Oh, sarcasm, <laughs> intellectual humor, wasted on my show, <laughs> wasting my time. Yeah. So yeah, JWT. So I, I, ah, I found out very early that there was a um, bit of a problem with my career. Mm-hmm. Salary is all wrong. So I put a dream out to God, saying, uh, "Wish I worked for something really creative like MTV. You guys were kind of showing us the way back then, right?" So, and you say you don't do drugs. You put a dream out to God. Okay, fair enough. What did God say? What did uh, she say? She was actually the sister of Jiggy George. Remember Jiggy? Yes. Jiggy's sister worked with me, so she said, "I know someone in MTV. I could hook you up with an interview at least." And she did. And apparently, after three interviews, they decided they had no one better, so they had. So when did you join us? Ninety-seven. Ninety-eight. Oh, so I was two years into the company already. Yes. So you're a friggin' junior. Why do I think of you as the first batch? Then? No, you're older than me as well. I am. Size. I am, but just by a few days. Come on, man. Don't get into that. Don't split hairs. So you joined MTV. Then uh, the MTV story happened. You're in marketing. Then why did you leave? 
I didn't. I worked for a long time. It was the best job I had, frankly. Really? Quite honestly. And I who was your favorite boss? Are Sunil Lulla, uh, Alex Kurvela, Amit um, Jain? We didn't have much of bossiness, right? At that time, the bosses kind of fought what with each f- other and we did our jobs. What a Miss India answer. Yeah, no, Why can't I give you a proper answer? So, uh, Ashish Patil, Vikram Sathe. Ashish Patil was not your boss. Vikram Sathe was below you. Yeah, but no, not below me. What do you mean? Look, look at where I've seen you guys no. together. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so this is all marketing. Yes, yeah. that was marketing. Vikram Sathe. By the way, is a comedian. Uh, no, a major so comedian. There you go. Marketing is full of comedians. I've been saying that from the beginning. And Ashish Patil heads uh, Yash Raj. Why films? Films. Yash, yes. Yeah. So that batch is all done well for themselves. Very, Almost very all. For me. Yeah. Oh damn you! Why didn't they get them on the show? <laughs> I can give you their numbers. Please no. All right, back to you. So then uh, MTV. Let's fast forward a little bit from there. The uh, MTV time. So the good yeah. thing that happened at that time was that MTV did things that nobody else was doing, uh, including I got a chance to work on the first two roadies. I wrote the deck on roadies. You want to talk about this publicly? Uh, no, I'm not in Raghu's book or anything because oh, I didn't take a fight with anyone. You, you didn't. You didn't make. I made Raghu's book. I have nothing to do with roadies. Yeah. <laughs> See what I mean? Nobody. I was nobody. Damn it. Uh, but it was fun that way because uh, because of that a whole practice got set up which was called at that time uh, sponsorship marketing brand solutions but it's what everything in digital is today we set the rules back then and you were one of the f- first guys who sniffed the digital uh, marketing well the so called arrival of the digital marketing generation were you one of the first guys to start that kind of thing Am yeah i right? was uh, lucky because that's where we were getting uh, numbers and we didn't have ratings so that's what we used to talk about in our presentations mm-hmm. so you just make it up on the drive there nobody would check the digital stuff right oh, they couldn't actually yeah, so, yeah. so so we looked like we succeeded there and uh, so then what happened why did Saurav convert leave uh, you al- you were almost like the head of marketing by the time uh, i remember and then suddenly you disappeared yeah so no i went to disney did you have a fight mm-hmm. what was this molestation charges against you were they true what what happened tell us everything disney this i went to disney Disney was a fun job. I got to do something that they've not done anywhere else in the world. This whole sponsorship marketing thing that I'm telling you about, mm-hmm. they didn't have that anywhere. So I could do whatever the heck I wanted. There were no rules. There were rules for everything over there. But I'm asking you, sort of, and this is the reason why we have you on the show. Why did you leave MTV? What happened there? I, See, in your biography, we've gone through it. Convert uh, the A to K. You've explained everything except the release from MTV. What happened? What went wrong? Did something happen? I got a new job. This it no, happens. No negative reason. I know it doesn't look like I could get another job. But because Shana Sreeji will have filed a case against you apparently. We should withdrawn late. I wish that was true. Yeah, My sure. wife I would love me was, more. I know. I I say fantasize about these cases. <laughs> no, nothing. So you went to Disney, which is the biggest company in the world in the media company at that time. Uh, yes. at, at that time. And and uh, uh, I worked for a few months and then moved on. Uh, so I eventually landed up at uh, Channel V. You might have heard of them. Yeah, but before we go to Channel V, let's understand Disney. You go from MTV to Disney. So what was the lure? Uh, I mean, you're going from uh, almost like reality shows and uh, campus shows, now going back to kiddie shows. I had kids. Uh, I, that I mean, was I the lure. Got, you wanted yeah. free toys? Yes, yeah, you got it. Nailed it. <laughs> huh. It's actually. And when you realized they wouldn't give you free toys, you moved to Channel V. Uh, that that and uh, I was heading towards midlife crisis. So they had prettier girls in Channel V. Remember? What prettier girls? The, so we just were just, they, they were just said younger boys. Dude, they, they let you go because you want a pretty girl. <laughs> no, they didn't let me go. 
That's a, that's a story for another day. Oh, no, no. I still have a contract with them. They don't have any idea about it. Yeah. So so now you. This is something I got to talk about this for a minute. Growing up, we had this huge uh, in the early MTV days. With this huge MTV channel B wall, right, going on, more like Coke and Pepsi. So you couldn't say the four-letter word in Pepsi, and you couldn't say the C word in uh, Coke, uh, whatever P word in Coke. Same thing happened here, where we would make a lot of fun of Channel V and they of us. Right. And then slowly, I find after all this patriotism and jingoism, that everybody walked in this channel, worked in the other channel. Yes. Sooner or later. Yes. It's ridiculous. But the only problem was because MTV was independent. Uh, we kind of got to do our own thing at that time. And uh, and Channel V in its whole sort of corporate structure was, was the bottom of the star barrel. Was always looking was the run of the, the litter. Yeah. yeah, but it was always looking at MTV to kind of lead the way. So you were like MTV? Pakistan more than India. You would like you know more interested in India than India seemed to be in you. Yeah, is that the right metaphor? I don't get <laughs> politics, but okay. The Bangladesh. I work with that. Myanmar. Give me something. I don't read the news. Okay. Not so, yet. so did you feel bad going to the enemy after all those years of bitching them out? No, man. It was like the the effort was stop thinking about MTV. We are good ourselves. We can do our own thing. That was pretty much it. So we did some cool things there. And what so. do you work on in Channel V? What, what was it? Get the, gorgeous. Get gorgeous. Yeah. Okay. I have no idea what that was. Of course not. A female uh, centric reality show on beauty, oh, on on, girls, on beauty. Yes. Okay, I think I'll tell you what we'll do. Well, shall we take a quick break? Then we'll come back and talk some more. There's lots more interesting things happening in your life, I hope, because so far we've got nothing. You were at MTV, <laughs> it was something to do with marketing. You were an engineering student who did an MBA twice for no reason whatsoever. But once, and then you went to MTV. From there, you went to Disney. From Disney, you got lost and found there's more parking in Channel V. You landed there. You don't do drugs, you stop drinking. Next thing you know, you have to get a proper job. When we come back, we talk about that. All right, back here with Saurav Kanwar who's scratching his head and he's going to tell us some insights because like I said, he's the first generation of MTV, the guys who worked on the channel in the last century, including myself. And he's got lots of uh, wild stories to tell us and experiences. You're quite the ladies' man at MTV. Yes. Awkward I, pause? Yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Are there any secrets you'd like to spill out now? Uh, yeah, I used to help people with their PowerPoints. All right, no wonder you rushed to Disney. <laughs> Had no friends there. Okay, we moved from Disney, we moved to Channel V, and then uh, your eye on digital marketing and this whole digital storm, and then sort of convert decides what to do next, which is? Which is that someone told me that uh, if you want to start your own business, um, you have a use by date, which is 35. I was 35 then. Is that so? When they told me that. Who makes up these rules, man? I have no idea. It was a it was a very rich businessman, so I had to take Try telling that to Kim Jong-un, I mean, for example. I mean, that doesn't make any sense. Okay, so... You were 35 Another political reference <laughs> And uh, you felt the pressure I felt the urgent need to uh, Go to the In the words of the greatest Indian poet of all time You felt like a midget in a urinal Navjot Singh Sidhu I quote Okay yes Because the midget can't reach the urinal So oh, the pressure of, Saurav Saurav <laughs> The greatest poet The greatest poet You don't pick up the poetry Yeah <laughs> Uh, so then brought tears to my eyes huh. That was nice huh. Yeah so uh, Use by date uh, Approaching Done my time Paid off one home loan <laughs> So wife was kind of okay with it She had a job She was a doctor So I could take a risk huh. So I started And digital was getting bigger at that time We were literally doing really good things With things like Launchpad, Get Gorgeous All the campus things that we were doing In this prototype If you remember Orkut Mm-hmm. Orkut Let's go. Two minutes silence ladies and gentlemen Orkut <laughs> Once a very big name And now no more How many things have come and gone Shit we should make a list it's And how quickly You're saying 2006 In 10 or 11 years These guys have had great moments And died Right Oops Gone And Facebook was like a baby Then we said No, no one heard of it No one heard of it No one heard of it Doesn't matter 
So we we. Uh, but you could tell the future. You could see which which of these guys would run the longer race. No, I, I, Star thought my future in Star was over. That was the easier. Okay. Because they wanted to. If you remember, after that they went into all the soaps and and yeah. serials. Why did they do that? They want to become anti MTV, so they just went totally into this drama space. I didn't understand. That's why I had to. Oh, go. that's why you left. Yeah. You just couldn't take it anymore. Yeah. Oh my God! All right then. So there was not much else to do after that in media. Mm-hmm. So I had to start my own company. Okay. Uh, which was at that time it was really cool. But the catalyst was this line that was told to you that 35 is your year. If you don't do Absolutely. it by 35, you're just never going to do it. Yeah, it'll it becomes tougher. You'll you'll have things. You'll make more money. Someone tell LK Adwani that man. Jesus, 35. <laughs> <laughs> that Even I got that reference. Oopsie, you got that reference. I'm just I'm just thinking of all the people who've not reached what they should have reached, and then they're far beyond. It's scary, huh? Then. So uh, social media cool everybody's talking about it um and I find a partner from uh, back in college who's done something with the US and he wants to build a a social media thing there hmm. and as it turns out that's 2008 the recession uh, the, the golden years should we call it yes. you're a sarcastic bastard yeah, that's when I decided uh. to look at the US to do business with so hmm. one and a half years I Got really good at twiddling my thumbs. You know, I've heard so many sad stories about this one eighteen-month, twelve, twenty-four-month period where a lot of people started businesses. Of course, no idea about the future because it kind of already invested in it, and then boom, the the bottom fell out. So money was put in, I presume. Money was put in, kind of little bit, mm-hmm. uh, and burnt really well. It's more confidence pizza. thing because you've done well all along, and suddenly you try your first thing, and it sort of bent down. Yeah, compared to what I did then, it looked like I'd done well all along. Yeah. Sarcastic <laughs> bastard. Part three. Print. Yeah. So, so how do you get through it? Um, it was really weird. India suddenly started talking social media, right? And we were getting calls from people in entertainment. All of the people we used to. And thanks with. to Punjabi weddings, we weren't affected. <laughs> thanks to Punjabi weddings, we could continue with everything around it. You, you yeah. know, you're closer to. I, the I'm no, I am. I am. Lifestyle. I should joke about it all the time. Yeah, yeah. fashion brands were doing really well. There's a recession out there. My brother-in-law, people like that. A lot of people lost their jobs out there with great academics and records and everything and sincerity in their workspace. And jokers like us were, were calling out people on stage in Punjabi weddings and making money. <laughs> So it is. It is. It's a paradox, and it it's a. It's an ugly truth. Yeah. And that ugly truth that actually helped pay the bills. So mm-hmm. our first couple of clients were uh, fashion brands, lifestyle brands, who were looking to not go on TV, and still do marketing. And they heard of this. Were you the first guys in this digital space? Almost. No, no. Uh, we were like the fourth or fifth. <laughs> okay, but there's absolutely yeah, yeah. the first five people. Uh, there were a lot of people doing lots of things, uh, but nobody could really predict. So but nobody uh, had thought about it as a marketing uh, thing. People making websites for a living, and they would put a little like money aside for it, if I remember correctly, yeah. right? Yeah. Like twenty-five rupees digital marketing. Come on, digital. So the big agencies weren't interested, <laughs> which enough. is why guys like us said, "We'll do whatever you want. I've got a laptop. I'm an agency. There you go." Yeah. And uh, with an internet connection, you became full service agency. But then that was a big deal. Listen, there are parts of India where you don't get it, huh? So don't don't show off. Still, yeah. <laughs> Some guy listening to the podcast like it's gone off. <laughs> oh. He's getting a podcast by SMS. Can you imagine? That's what he he's got the internet and he goes for the podcast. That's the sad tragedy of the story. Yeah. So um, so 2008, you lived through those two years, but the India market was still it good. Was and zooming. so your partner remains the guy who's the US. He team. remains, uh, but he has to bite the bullet and say no, not the US market. Fine, India. Was beneath him, but he let it ha- happen. Um, so you so concentrated everything here. You obviously, yeah, lots of fun and. But you paid off everything there. Kind huh. of. We no, there's still some. Mr. What are you saying? Are you kidding me? <laughs> so continuing to pay. For Mr. That. and Mrs. Smith's kids don't go to college because of you guys. <laughs> 
would laugh. There are a lot of people who suffered very badly sort of in those two years. Yeah. Huh. So, but the good thing was we got to hire really kick-ass people because people were coming back from the US and working at half the price. And they were looking at cooler places to work in. They didn't want to work in corporate or so secure got, places. Yeah, and we got really lucky. So we had some kick-ass people to work with. So I sat back, got a nice coffee machine. Where was the office? Coffee. Where was your first office? Uh, it was a gala in Vadala Udyog Bhavan. Listen, that gala is the start of something big. You're gonna love that place. They put a mandir there now. Yeah, huh. it, it was right next to a leather uh, thing, so it smelt great. <laughs> Uh, and leather never goes out of business You know you're with a successful trader yeah. so You're okay yeah. I don't know in today's cow thing Have you ever been to Wadala before that? No No, there you go So I Karma brings you there to Wadala You start your office I was literally at the crossroads uh, It was at the corner of two roads Sorry, <laughs> This is not the funniest episode I've ever heard in my life But this is now unbelievably painful This is like early hemorrhoids Move on so, so yeah, so, so we digital marketing on. is growing. Digital you are the first guys in the space, entertainment especially, mm-hmm. because we'd done entertainment because of MTV. Channel. So, give us some examples. Well, who who are, who are your players in the beginning? Who are the guys who you who made a name for yourself and you for them? Uh, Diesel, uh, the gents, no, the fashion brand. Yeah, uh-huh. Diesel gents, no. Ah, gents, gents. Yeah, so yeah, Punjabi yeah, people. I thought generators you were saying Jens, Jens you don't, Have you never heard a guy say I want to buy Jens? I gets it You gets it now? Yes The brand you launched? Yeah. Huh. So we did the whole Be Stupid thing at that time and ah, that's a great fun yes. um, Was there only digital or also TV? No, they didn't do TV They okay. did TV at their launch And then they hired digital So that they could actually do marketing hmm. And a bunch of uh, cool brands like that But a lot of Bollywood So we started with the uh, Movie? Movie promotions? Movie promotions Which is the first? Force Force is uh, Johnny Abraham. Johnny Abraham, oh. yeah. Weighs 300 pounds. He, he bulked up some 50 pounds. Is the one? Yeah, one? he was bulked up. Yes. For some reason, he's shirtless throughout the film. Uh, also shirtless. So yes. he saved a lot of money in costume. Put it all in marketing. <laughs> yes. There you have it, Force One. Oh. So it was some cool shit. But film did didn't do well. No. But the but you got you got the noticed. marketing was kick-ass. It was so good that they got a call from the anti-terrorist thing. So that parliament what are you uh, saying? happened at that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were putting out calls uh, saying so on behalf of Vidyut's hmm. character, saying hmm. if you have the guts, come and join us, come and give uh-huh. me. And so so the client gets a call saying, uh, are you guys making these calls? Because you better stop. There's this whole terrorism thing that's going on, not being taken well. So the lawyers basically shut us down. That's so, seen as a success. Raw called you up. RAW. I have no idea. We were just some government arm called you up to cease and desist from whatever we were doing. So you are a common criminal now because of a film like Force, of which you only did the marketing, not the producing. <laughs> the rest. So of signs me. of success. The moment the fact that the government is interested in you means you've reached a lot of people. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I, we hope so. so okay. Um, which so other films? Uh, then we did all of. Excels films for a bit So Dawn 2 and, and all of those movies mm-hmm. um, And by now the digital marketing uh, You know momentum is much more Am I right? Absolutely And now they're taking it seriously There's more money coming in And you can get more creative And uh, study bigger platform No the money wasn't coming in So what's happening is Everyone with a laptop now Thinks that they can be an agency So we were getting undercut really quickly Oh So the need to differentiate Started back then So what we'd done back in uh, MTV and Channel V, etc., which is this thing called brand solutions or whatever, Mm. is really content marketing, which is like 50, 60-year-old rules. The soap operas were content marketing. Just that clients wanted to say social media. I want likes. I want fans. So people were doing that, where the real answer was content. Uh, So we said, what should we do there that will become our calling card? Uh, So one of the problems was uh, clients don't want to be publishers of content. Nobody does. Uh, because you have to hire VJs and like have people on high salaries. Are there VJs at left? I thought there no VJs. There, I have. There are VJs, real jockeys, <laughs> <laughs> or ro- roadies jockeys. I don't know what they what they called anymore. Uh, okay. 
Nasty but nice. Google and find out are they VJs? And please, please don't tell me Amrit Raj and all that. That joke doesn't work anymore. Yeah. Oh. We interrupted you. Oh. Sorry. Nice. <laughs> now we've heard you. Oh, this is you. <laughs> now, now, now you're in pain. <laughs> this is my contribution to digital marketing. <laughs> How do you feel Thank now? Thank you. Yeah. So, so um, um, what we discovered and guys like Vijay and uh, Ajay Nair were doing it with uh, right. Red Hat 7. Yeah. Which is that there are young people making content whether you ask them or not. But can you tell which one is Vijay and which one is Ajay? Because that's always been an experience for the client. But I can't say this on air. Please do. No, I can't. Come on. No. Why not? Uh, it's about a birthmark in an odd place. Is it uh, an odd place between the navel and the knee? So then... Uh, is it leftish or rightish? That, so then we figured that uh, there was a lot to be done with, uh, with young people making content on their own who have talent, who have skills. Mm-hmm. And they're just doing it for their friends. So they're making art, for example. They're doing graphic novels and stuff like that. And there's a, the, a way to organize them which says, I will market you, young uh, designer or artist and in return you will bring your friends to this party and we'll grow it together as a community so the word community was being misused for people with like underarm whitening cream and shit like that <laughs> this is real that's a product I would buy <laughs> underarm whitening cream yeah is, this is really a product like that yes. my god do you know the name uh, uh, I would like to advertise it on our show. So I just feel it deserves right it. Along. Say it, say it, say it, say it. I have no idea. Come on. Uh, It'll have a name like Sumangi or something. Come on, give me give me a nice name. <laughs> no. Come on. We can Google it. Boy, was this this was yours? No, this was your client. I no comments. No, come on. You had a client under our may or may not have come taken on. money. From come on, this is what I want to talk about. Please. We had desperate times. I had bills to pay. Listen, it's not desperate. This is a social job. Uh, this is justified in society that you stand here and you project that you need to have your underarms whitened. So we did. How many times, sort of, have you and I stood on train platforms and looked at people who stretched their arm and it's completely darkened by all kinds of things? This is true. I wanted to go up and whiten them myself, but I don't have that stuff with me. So <sighs> what you're doing is something you should be proud of and never, never doubt yourself. Thank what you. is the client's name? <laughs> Damn you, sort of. Don't protect that. <laughs> so then. Uh-huh. Uh, so we, we put this thing together called Visual Disobedience mm-hmm. Which is a community of young artists Who would do art for the sake of like art And uh, and it grew really well We hit like front page news A lot of the stuff you've seen in Bandra was actually done So this is like a self-promotion uh, sort of thing It was an idea that we were trying to sell to a client Who was an art uh, prize But they get scared to marry their money with these crazy ideas they said, So you want to just show what it looks like Yes, we said we put our own money Because we really think the As an aside, yeah and a lot of our colleagues in the digital media world were making software and tech because that was getting valuations. So I interrupted you. So you said on Bandra Station, you had put what? No, Bandra Station. A lot of Bandra murals okay. from back Oh, you guys are the guys who put the murals up yeah. first? Uh, yeah. Oh, I, just thought it, it I, I just thought it was the hawkers who had nothing to do with the paintbrush and boom, boom. Huh? Absolutely. <laughs> they were, but you engineered it. Yeah. In a way. So there was uh, so much going on back then mm-hmm. uh, that people didn't see. All we did was talk about it. Can I just interrupt you again? It should be armpits whitening cream. I think that would be a problem with the marketing for me. Because if you say armpit, it's singular. And there are two armpits generally. Except in the case of some iconic figures like the guy in Sholay. But we won't we into that. We can discuss it. Armpits have a negative connotation. You think? Yeah. So you we prefer armpit. Or in Punjabi, armpit, armpits. So leaving aside an armpit whitening cream. So you started taking chances to promote yourself. Because I, I, the whole thing about this whole process is that you are the first generation of people with a new sort of... Marketing strategy I don't know what the right word is And many people don't believe in it And take it half-heartedly So half the time You've got to get the client Plus you have to get people To understand that this is coming Man, and you're I, listening You're really listening No, no, no so, yeah. so just tell me So they are, Because How did it suddenly go into where, where it is now Where it's very big And people are taking it seriously It's still not that big But 
म्यूरल um of sachin tendulkar that was made for his last day before he retired yeah it was actually supposed to be for a client who decided not to pay for it who so who I, so i What's paid for it my own credit card this uh, let's, let's suffice to say that instead of paying for does, that they gave free uh, rhymes to the does it rhyme with ajay nair <laughs> <laughs> no, no 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 those guys uh. were great guys back then and they continue to be uh, solid this huh. was a why would you tell the client's name the guy didn't pay you you just pay own money And that too for Sachin. It's not like some small thing. Huh? Yeah, so Sachin was their brand ambassador. Did Sachin pay? Out. <laughs> <laughs> I guess not. No, it was my credit card. Yeah, it's still there, and it's it's an icon there, right? So it and so it this helps like you. A, you can always have a reference of that, and that's part of it, your yeah. We hit the Guardian and Washington Post and stuff like that. What are you that. saying? Yeah, because it was a the moment was right, right? So this leverage of you can do a tiny thing, and it can have leverage kind of stuff. You have no idea of what can reach where. Yes. It's If all it's about the right thing. It's all about the timing. But uh, what about the whole idea that a lot of it is engineered? The hits, the numbers. That is now. So that's so we're trying to work against that. And this is where this is good news. So I can also do it. That's why I want to know. <laughs> uh, how do you? But how, but how do you then prove to the client that you're the real thing? Uh, so so we did a couple more like that. Uh, one was called OK Potato. That became a show on VH1. Mm-hmm. Farzad noticed us and said this could be bigger. Okay. And so we uh, so it didn't pay us a lot more money than we were making on. Probably less. We worked with yeah. Viacom. We yeah. understand where you're coming from. <laughs> yeah. Go on. Yeah. But it it was there for 104 episodes, mm-hmm. uh, and those guys. It's became, a drama. No, no. It was a, a weekly diary show called okay. uh, VH1 Music Diaries. Okay, potato. Okay, potato. It's about a potato, and I'm not in it. <laughs> so sad. So sad. <laughs> this needs to be fixed. Uh, talk about this later. Yeah. So, so that did for well for itself. It again, it talked to a community that wasn't being addressed by TV or anyone like that. Mm-hmm. And it just people from the inside. So P Man, who is a musician himself, going out and um, and talking about what's happening in the scene, and with him Dinkar, who is one of your. Uh, colleagues here at IBM oh. on Geek Fruit. So Dinkar, the, so it's a vignette form. It was a full full show. It was a half hour show. Have you met Dinkar? Uh, yeah, he oh. works with me. Okay, <laughs> I Fair work enough. with him. Fair enough. All right. So now moving to where you are right now. So cut to cut to. Uh, this is all great, but you know investors like big numbers. Mm-hmm. And so we said, what's the biggest thing we can we can do? And I cut back to my time in MTV when I was doing youth marketing and and campuses. And even before that, in engineering, all I did was go to college festivals. The bitter truth is that college festivals haven't changed in fifteen or twenty years. But they have more money, huh? I attend them occasionally as judge, and there's the much ones, more money than our nineties. The ones that can afford you do. Yeah. The rest of them are exactly in the same. No, they do the, the same 90s. stuff. I get your point, but the fact of the matter is a little more professional the way we were in the early nineties. A little bit. Yeah. But the brands haven't seen them in a new light yet because okay. kids, uh, except for the big colleges, they don't pass on the baton. Things just kind of go back to zero every year. Okay, so let me not disprove your point. Go on. Huh. Uh, no, no, this is true. Literally, for the five festivals that you can name, it's true. They hmm. they do a great job and they've grown every year. Right. The others have kind of languished or they've done well. For We're getting eaten up by the big them. guys. No, they're they're just not being seen. So imagine there's some really crazy talent. It's getting crazier and better, but the only people who see them are like 50 people in the Audi or 200 people in the Quadrangle or whatever. Uh, all we did was just land up like like producers like Dinkar doing his show. Mm-hmm. He took that same setup and landed up in college festivals. We shot it. We went to 10 festivals last year, uh, and with our own money. 
so we were able to generate we could have taken like 5000 videos out of that because that was how cool they were we took 500 and we put it all on youtube and all these young people who are doing cool things told their friends that we are doing cool things here we're getting half a million uh, no almost a million minutes of uh video watched every month now and how do you monetize this so that's why i'm here on here anyone who uh, <laughs> is a brand who wants to advertise with youth i atkt.in it is called let's say it slowly because my listeners are six and under a t k t dot in that's it can't be more easy than that and for those of you outside mumbai who don't know the atkt culture is basically when you flunk and you get a chance to pass again in college so now it's called a backlog that's why you don't say atkt anymore no i leave bombay I leave Bombay. I'm know, leaving. Right? You cannot not have ATKD. This is part of my culture. It's like Irani restaurants. They cannot go. Sort of. They cannot go. So we are keeping it alive. Except now it's all about. It's all Ar- Arnab's fault. Arnab has destroyed the city. He's taken away the Irani cafes and now he takes away ATKD. That only took like 30 minutes for you to get to Arnab. Yeah, That's amazing. The source <laughs> of all the problems. No, Arnab, we love you. We love you a lot. Sort of, Kanwar. I'm sorry we're running out of time and we've got to do the AMAs as well. I'd love to hear more of your story, but you won't mention your sex life. How is it? What? Okay. You won't mention the girls you've been dating. How are they? Who? Okay, and you won't mention how many kids you have. Two, two kids. <laughs> and how old are they? They're mine. Uh, uh, ah, <laughs> beautifully put. Yeah, 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 yeah. How old are they? Quickly, both. Ah, uh, fourteen and twelve. Fourteen and twelve. All right. Hi to the kids whose names are Angira and Angad. Angira and Angad. I play the role. By the way, you watch the Ramayan cartoon by Ram Mohan. I play his character. The voice, brother. It's a cartoon. Oh, <laughs> don't look at me like yeah, that. I'm not yet a cartoon. I'm almost a cartoon. Sort of Kanwar, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, any last words about etkt.com? Yeah, please. Uh, dot in and dot please in, write dot checks. In. Write checks. Write checks. Yeah. All right. Speaking of checks, the EMA comes right now. If you have any questions for Cyrus, write to us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, or you can send an email to whatcyrussays@gmail.com. Okay, here we are. The EMAs. I'm the only one excited. I mean, <laughs> see, I just saw a old colleague of mine. Found out that I'm senior to him. Senior to everyone. About to call me uncle. I stopped him, but uh, we go back a long way. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. What about bhaiya? We used to drink uh, a bit, but in those days, in 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 the sense that the smaller communities, we drank a lot. So I drank a bit. I don't know about. I think Cyrus, you were major uh, Friday, driver for a lot of. Them. On Friday night, I drank a lot. <laughs> those days are gone. You taught us how to drink heavily. I was the only one drinking with butter bread. You taught us that yeah. trick. Yeah. No, That's so the yeah. stomach, then ंग <laughs> 
they're just looking at him like what the what hell is going say. on <laughs> he was way before his time we we cost mtv a lot of money we <laughs> finally got the alcohol yeah, sponsors okay. who didn't care as long as they sell their booze <laughs> yeah well one of them unfortunately is no longer with us in a sense that he's abroad yeah he's uh, he's okay yeah he's fine as of now oh. yeah. ooh la 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 le o ah mahim gautam uh sends a question what would your reaction be if your friend kunal tells you that he has some secret superpower or he is the cape crusader of the city yeah would you take advantage of his superpowers in some form listen mr gautam you don't know this man this man has no tolerance for society and life he works from early morning 6 o'clock and wants to end by 10 in the morning all right so there's no question <laughs> if there's a crime committed after noon he's not going to go <laughs> all right b his mobility is seriously challenged <laughs> You know, he and my daughter fought once about putting the car uh, towards the lobby or stopping a little away from the lobby of the building. And okay. she said, "Stop the car because you know we'll we'll go faster." They uh-huh. wanted to go up and change and come back uh-huh. down. And he was like, "No, I want to reach the lobby. I don't want to walk." And in that <laughs> argument, five minutes went. So I don't want him as a superhero. I don't want him doing anything for society because he hates people. And he's. Uh, you would you like to please? I've worked with him briefly, okay. so I have to say this: Kunal is a superhero yeah. because he's the only one who used to take responsibility for Cyrus back in the day. <laughs> It's a very bad-tempered man. What kind of superhero? Oh, is Batman would not be a dark crusader. But Batman, Kunal is. But Kunal is also. But Batman has all these dark secrets. Yeah, Kunal exactly. is much worse. When you're driving, the other day we were driving in Kafari where they had dug up parts uh, of the road. Uh, uh, the metro. This is part of Mumbai culture. Yeah. Why am I telling you dug up part of the road? And uh, seven people are lying there. And he has to move the car a little bit. And he tells me, if I ran over them, won't I make their lives better? And he doesn't do comedy. This is not a comedian. He doesn't try to be funny. <laughs> I try to be funny. I want laughs. I want people to like me. I'm I'm that type of DNA. He says not. He's actually making a statement like, but if I run over them, their lives will be better. Because in his head, he thinks he's doing them a favor by killing them. See, superhero. So Kim Jong Un, <laughs> Donald Trump, superheroes Man, of the Kunal. world. Please appreciate your kindred spirit. Kunal Vijaykar. Kunal Vijaykar. Make right. a Superman sounds, please. Huh. Okay. Uh, the last one. In your last show, you guys spoke in support of the Aadhaar card, but you didn't talk about the security and privacy risks that it opens people up to, especially the poor who stand the very real risk of being profiled. Yeah. So this is a question for you a and more research view. You know, let's sort of take this because, in a sense, it comes from the digital world because he yeah. wants to digitalize the country, right. and we have to now. No, yeah, because the whole idea is look. We just did it. I went to Nepal, and Colvin Harris, who we mentioned on JWT, he wanted to show the other card like a oh. smart alec, and he did. Okay, and it worked. But I don't understand. I mean, will it work every time? And as you say, are they able to key into your log into you or not? Because they sort of have your card. So, sort of, please explain. Um, I have only this to say that anyone who thinks that. Irrespective of Aadhaar or not Aadhaar, that they have some semblance of privacy, secrecy, security. I don't know. My God, <laughs> I know. Well, I'm a fool, man. I mean, like, seriously. I mean, like. No, but what happens in America and all? I mean, social security what? numbers and yeah, all these so things. You have social security numbers. Uh, well, how do you how do you secure hacked. anything? Occasionally, they get hacked. I mean, that's just life, man. So technically, after all these big amendments and all uh, the big arguments they have there right. about whether they can wiretap and this and that and the uh, other, uh, end of the day, if a government wants to, they can tap into anything any, that is digital. Any. Yep. No, so no, you as a digital profit. Any system, any technical system that you have built, there so is, there no, is no foolproof. There is no foolproof. Can we say it slowly so people know that? There is Let's no go back to pen and paper or pay yeah. cash. What's wrong with cash? No, pen, pen and paper is not foolproof either, right? Pen and paper, how is that secure? I mean, like I get your paper, I got you your can, info. Uh, you can trace a bank account. There, there, there. I mean, like there is always going to be so, a so digitalization is a mistake, is what you're saying? No, no. I don't. Not at all. <laughs> I think it, there, 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 there's a trade-off between convenience and security. Aadhaar is actually going to see the idea. potentially unlock a lot of possible hassles, yeah. right? 
But technically, it's a great thing because yeah. I don't want to search for 20 identification. That's what I'm saying. So one, if it really works yeah. everywhere you go, it's a great thing. But I think this is not the first guy to ask this question. No, it's not. I mean, like this is a fairly common thing, right? See, there are security and privacy risks with something like Aadhaar. That's just part of the nature of what it is. But there are security and privacy risks with anything. Holding a cell phone, you're walking around with a camera and a microphone. Anyway, I heard the government, security and privacy the government is working that. on a sequel to the Aadhaar card called Anadar. <clears throat> Okay. As a parent, I'd just like to add, uh, I don't know about the political ramifications of the other card, etc. But uh, for my kids, it's been great. Used to have to tell kids, Bhagwan, dekh raha hai, behave better. Now you say government, now sarkar. Say someone's watching Sar- you. Sarkar, sarkar dekh raha hai, but not <laughs> Ram Gopal Verma. You have to be clear, you have to clarify. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is why he left MTV. He couldn't take it anymore. These, these jokes, yeah. Not just, just this, it's not jokes, philosophy. Okay. Uh, philosophy. If you want Kunal to be a superhero, I'll be a philosopher. <laughs> Thank you, Saurav Kanwar, and uh, remember it's called etkt.in. Thank you. Okay, catch us on any of the podcasting apps, please. We beg you, we need you. If you have any questions, write to us online and uh, you can mail us as well. We will answer. We have a doctor in the house called me. And that's what Cyrus says. Mm-hmm.